door and immediately hit my skeletal militia. The, the shade and the skeletons would just ignore them and just immediately come to slap me around. Alright. You guys hear me better now? Yeah, much better. Yeah. Okay, good. Alright, welcome to Elden Ring the Podcast. Um, Steven and Will, sorry that you all have not been introduced to the um, game that has its way with you, like everyone else here has, I think. Hmm. Basically, is it basically this generation's Morrowind? Um, so, like, let's say yes, but, like, picture Morrowind with just Daedric monsters everywhere that are, like, two-shotting you. And then the bosses are, yeah. It's, it, yeah. And the world explodes every 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Um, anyway, yeah, welcome. Uh, how y'all doing? Doing pretty good. That's an unaccounted for. Yeah, has everybody, everybody that, uh, wanted to roll their new characters? Feeling pretty good? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> don't need this. Alright. Well... I think we're going to go ahead and get started. Uh, I'm not going to do the full recap because nothing really has changed since last episode, aside from the fact that you guys are still in uh, fight number seven of the Crucible, um, fighting just a fuckload of slods. You've managed to take out a blue. Um, there is still a death and a green slod that are kind of harrying you on either side. Uh, there's some tadpoles. They got debt. Um, Rombor, I think you're diseased. Nobody else is really afflicted outside of having no healths, and the slots are not particularly friendly to casters, so rip our caster friends. Um, <laughs> Did Roll20 have an update ever since? Yes. Things look different. Yeah, yeah it looks nice. Did so I turned on yeah, I turned on night mode. Is that like an individual setting or is that like a global setting? Okay. Yeah. Well yeah, I mean I I do everything in dark mode, so immediately oh, disable enable. Ooh, I like okay. That's yeah. cool. Immediately turned it on and never went back. So tight. Um let's I guess go ahead, let me get some character sheets pulled up. I was a little bit unprepared because uh reasons. Toddlers, man. Whew. And <laughs> oh, my character sheet's automatically open in a new window now. That's nice. Oh, I like that. Thank you, Roll Twenty. Okay, so this must have been a pretty big update. You go there. Yeah, they were due. Since I started playing, it's been exactly the same. Pretty yeah. Much. Yep. Well, and I think we started at the same time, right? Right. True. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, I believe we're gonna, Chip, Chip, where are you, Chip? Chip, Chip, Chip no! Chip. Chip. <laughs> uh, alright, I believe it's Rombor's turn. Let's make it happen. Alright, well, let's go ahead and we'll do Charge Blade. Check it on. We're going to run up to this fella. Yep. And swipey. 
Get him. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Hold, please. Oh, no, I think it's only damage rolls. Uh, oh, God. Oh, that's great. Oh, no, on a damage die. Yeah, that's not a damage die. <laughs> yeah. Son of a biscuit. Okay. <clears throat> so, awesome. clearly, uh, you are just not quite used to your your bigger and bigger frame and kind of lose your balance on your way over to the slot. Um, he's, he's probably going to try and kind of claw you. I don't know. He's got a staff in his hand. He's been casting. Um... Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna whack you with a staff as you kind of lumber <laughs> up and trip over your own feet for a fifteen. No. Okay. All right. Bullet dodged. Anything else you would like to do, Rumbar? Uh. No. All right. <clears throat> Green slot's turn. Um. Let's see here. With you right in front of him, I think he is probably going to bite you. Alright, 12. No. Claw. Oh. 23. It's going to be <laughs> 10, half to 5 slashing damage. Yep. Got a man down. Boy. Um. <laughs> what? Oh, shit, it was the blue slide that. I was like, where is the disease description? I need to know what this disease does as far as your thing, and the blue slide's dead, so it's. Character sheet is not up. Um. Let's see what we got going on here. Blue slide, 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 slide. Disease. While infected, you cannot regain hit points. The disease reduces target hit point maximum to zero. Oh, that's fun. Okay. Cool. Night Night Rombor. Um, he's going to take a step over. Oh. Oh. Go ahead. No. What's the O? No, nothing. Okay. <laughs> um, and then his... Third claw. Third claw is going to go at Rolo, who has not yet been touched. That's the death slide. Stop that. Eighteen. Yes. Nice. That'll be nine slashing damage. Uh, I think that's gonna do. Ah, that'll be it. Uh, Dominic. So do I have advantage right now? If he's flanked. Yeah, it'd be flanked by Rolo. Okay, so I'm gonna just attack with the axe. Um, Maybe. Oh, yeah. Uh, item. 
25. Yeah, 25 does hit the slot for six damage. Right, so on that, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and roll my last superiority dice for a six attack. That'll be 15 strength DC. Okay. He is a strong boy. 20. That's all he's going to get, because he doesn't strip. Um, okay, there we go. So, I guess this is easy. Boom. So, that's the two damage. That's the first. And then, uh, with my... Attack, I'm gonna do my final vampire bite. Bite him. Yeah, that'll hit. Okay. And three. Yikes. And on that, I believe, are you doing hit points equal to the flipping damage dealt by the Try to get three health back. Is the bonus that I'm going to take on that. And. Well, actually, uh, can I readjust to his other side so we're just on both sides of him? Without penalty? Yeah. So the dance around him? Yeah. Get on this side? As long as you don't leave his reach, you can run circles around him as much as you want. Perfect. So that's. Oh, I'm gonna put myself right here so we're on all sides of him. As I'm attacking with my axe, I'm going for the bite, I sort of spin off of him behind him. Um, just for position, Alright, anything else, Dominic? Nope, oh, that's it. It's happening. Yeah, so that's the, that's the big question. What the hell is happening in a beard? Um. So I don't have any You did did make a mention last week of um, taking the potions off of Rombor's body, and I'm just saying there is a body now. Yeah, that's in dangerous way though too. Real close. Um, I believe on the last turn I did my fifty foot dash right to get here. Yes. So I'm gonna. How far can I shoot the guy? That's probably the best I could do. I think I'm gonna. So. Uh. Perfect. So I'm gonna use the wand of blood and shoot a web. Uh, just kind of kind of right on the green side. Yeah, the green side. I don't know what I'm doing. So, let me see that on the green side. Okay. Is Joey muffled to anybody else, or is it just me? No, oh, he's muffled. Okay. Making sure that wasn't just me. Yeah. Try again, Joey. Can you hear me clearly now? It's better. How about now? Yeah, that's <laughs> that's much better. <laughs> um so it's 60 feet, web twenty foot cube, 
that point, the way they did the screen, da da da. So I guess it's gonna be sort of <laughs> on round work. Oh, um, oh no. Okay. Covers this area uh, from here and not hit Yolo and Dominic in it. Damn it. Why must you taunt me with your clear box? Okay. Oh, that's Phil. Okay. Alright, technical difficulties. You hate to see and, it. And uh, after he shoots the web, he just sort of uh, kneels down and rests for a minute. Okay. Cool. Anything else? Alright, so I need some kind of DC. Strength check against the spell save DC. And did it have the spell save on that wand? No, it did not. Okay. Arbitrary DC, that's a tweener. Um, it was just wand of web, right? Wand of web, yeah, that's right. Okay. Google. One of seven charges. DC 15. Sweet. Per D&D Beyond. So a fish. Awesome. Yeah, Beautiful. so that is a fail. Let's say the creature is restrained. Make a strength check against the 15. Okay. Cool. All right, that brings us to Ekema. <clears throat> How's the uh, green slot looking? Uh, green slot's looking... They're both looking rough. All right, just going to uh, throw my both, uh, both bolts of the uh, Eldritch Blast at the green slot. Eldritch Blast. I don't get an advantage for a ranged attack, even though it's flanked, right? That would be a negative. <laughs> yeah, I think so. That's my brain doing the whole wishful thinking part. Yeah. Alright. Ah, stop that. Alright, yeah, 26 will hit, 4, 9, 4 damage. God, that's so much damage. Um. <laughs> 10, I don't believe hits. 10 does not hit the green slug. Even though it's restrained? It's re don't get an advantage on that either? Oh, that's a good point. Let's go see. I feel like restrained only benefits movement. Um, melee attacks. Speed 0 can't benefit from bonus speed attack. Huh? Why did you go back? I said open that. Actually, you might be at advantage. T attack rolls have advantage. Just all attacks. So yeah, um, the 26 and the 10 counted as your first attack at advantage. So go ahead and roll another one at advantage. I'm just going to roll the attack again. Uh, Not much better. 12 is no. You can roll one more. Oh, I guess what, the 10 was for the first one? Yep. 
And 22 will hit. Seven. All right. Rollo. So, I have a question. Do a little moving. Oh, yeah. Right, come on. Sorry. It's going to go 20 feet this way. Yeah. It's more distance from the uh, death one there in the side. Since he's flanked, do I stick? And I no longer be at disadvantage. Can I just be at regular that advantage? Is, yep, that's correct. Your regular, or I guess your advantage and disadvantage would cancel out. So you would roll just straight attacks. Hell yes. So, as I still got the evil eye from our fun guy last time, I'm going to just start going wacky whack with my uh, weapon. Uh, 16 just hits. That is its oh. armor class. So that's going to be 11 damage. Alright. And I am going to offhand. 11's not going to hit. And I'm just going to attack a second time. Uh, 18 will hit for another 15. He's looking real bad now. Mm. What else can I do? You can move. You wanna you wanna get away from him so that you can get an attack of opportunity. Or he? No, because he's gonna attack me. Actually, I think he's restrained, so I don't think uh, attack rolls. His attack rolls have disadvantage, so it would be a disadvantage. Uh huh. But yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm good. No, you good? You good? You sure? Okay. Right, because like I can only move ten feet, so technically he's still big, and he can probably still hit me. Oh uh, yeah, that's hilarious. Okay, um, Vincer. <laughs> sad page is still sad. From last episode. <laughs> <laughs> what? But we're gonna try and. Uh, how far am I? Where's my ruler? Two. Okay. We're just gonna. I was fire up which bolt at it. There's what? Which oh, bolt? Which bolt? Get him! Nineteen does hit. That is five halved to two damage. Yeah, got him. <laughs> Crushed it. Don't sneeze me, bro. <laughs> uh, but more importantly, I'm going to hop back down here. Give my homie one of my natty lights. <laughs> my daddy lives because I have two. <laughs> Assuming that's a thing I can do. Yeah. Can I do that? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Make sure. Alright, anything else you would like to do? Uh, I'm good. Okay. Um, How do I move this to the uh, your card, you can just drop it on the table and Joey can grab it. 
the PTSD from Elden Ring has me thinking <laughs> that we kill these two slaws and then a dragon's gonna show up. <laughs> yeah, it's actually gonna land on this plateau up here and just breathe fire and then fuck off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, so that brings us to the death slot. And the death slot is going to. Uh, you'll just hear him kind of speak out in this kind of draconic, almost a hiss of a voice, and he's like, Lord, they're too strong. I must observe them. And he disappears. Uh-oh. And we'll go that way. Yep, and that's what he's going to do. Um, but before he did that, you saw him heal a little bit, just a little bit more robust. No. Okay. Uh, that brings us to Rombor. How you looking over there, Rombor? I'm pretty dead. Cool. Well, face down on the ground. Yeah? You Uh. got got that death save. Uh Mm-hmm. Okay, um, that's a no. <laughs> so go ahead, mark that down as a failure. Okay. I just spent like 600 gold to help bring your cleric back. You better not die. <laughs> My cleric wouldn't be dead. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, God, shot's hard. <laughs> Alright, green slot's turn. Um, so you see that the little... Lightning bolt um, burn that he had from the witch bolt heals up, plus some of the scratches from Rolo. Um, but considering that Rolo just went ham, we're going to uh, we're going to try and do some work. Number, I can't. Ten. Does a ten hit you? Nope. Cool. Um, how about a sixteen? Nope. How does a sixteen not hit you? I thought your shield was off. Yeah, but when I do a wheel and I get a plus. Ugh! You and your fucking your fucking feats. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So green slide wasted a turn. Dominic. Go off my nuts, Lon. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, Dominic's just gonna attack, that's what he does. So, uh, he's gonna raise his axe and just come down on that squad. Um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. 23 will hit for 5 slashing damage. And I really have no other trick. So, just going to do it again. Again. Really gotta get him a good weapon if he survives. Uh, 17. 17 will hit for another 6. Okay. That brings us to. Oh, anything else, Tommy? Nope. 
All right, that brings us to tapping. Who was the character that gave me the potion? Vinzer. Yeah, with hands on his knees. Vinzer. No, I'm doing fine, but uh, I'm going to take it. Uh, thanks. And he just downs that potion. Uh, so... Two four plus two? Yep. Actually remembered. <laughs> it's also still on the card. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll take that little bit of peeling. Yep. And jump into the fray. <laughs> and next, I'm going to pop out my gem of seeing from my pocket and speak the command word, uh, Visibilis. <laughs> uh, and I should be able to see that slide if he's just invisible. Alright, and so right now you are the only one who can see the slot. As an action, I see the command word, extend one charge, it has three uh, that recharge, and so the next time is that two sight. Yeah, yeah, I see you see through invisibility. I think you see like into the ethereal plane. Um, so there's little fire spirits dancing around all of the fire on the map. Uh, but other than that, you just really see kind of the shadowy form of the slot wreathed in almost a a purple cloud of magic um, chillaxing up here. Would Tepin know if he can speak to something on the ethereal plane? Like, if they can hear him if he's talking? Uh, go ahead and roll Arcana for me. Nope. Not, you don't know. I mean, they're, they're probably here. I mean, they're always there, right? Alright, so... I think that's all he's doing. Uh, the web is still on the green slide, right? Yes. He's still a string? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all. That was my action anyway, and that's all I'm going to do. Okay. Alright, that brings us to Ekamon. So he's looking real rough, huh? Yep, real bad. Yellow. I'm gonna use uh, uh, Toll the Dead. Okay. All right, DC twelve Wisdom save. I don't think they're particularly. Yeah, they are not wise gentlemen. Or that is a hard fail. All right. Um, Thirteen damage. <laughs> yep, uh, and it dies. So what's that look like? Oh, I've been waiting for this one. Uh, so a low chime. Starts to ring out in the ears of the slot, and he looks over at Ekamon, and the shape that he sees starts to transform into this 60, 70, 100 foot towering shadow of something just evil. It, it chills him as his vision starts to narrow and shake as it zooms in slowly on the figure, 
that's before him, and then nothing. And he falls over, dead. Fuck yeah. And so is that what everyone else sees, or did he only see that? It's just him. <laughs> okay. Just him. <laughs> Noise. Terror before death. Yeah. He shat his pants, too, so now there's just, like, a big old pile of poo. <laughs> just hanging out. Right. Um, that's either brown or red. Big old pile of poo hanging out right there. And that's all that's left of the slide. Like, you watched him just kind of... Like, the snap from the Avengers. Like, he just kind of disintegrated into nothingness with a look of pure terror on his face. What else you want to do? Thumbs up. And then I'm going to stay right where I'm at. Alright. Uh, roll up. I want to, uh walk up on the chest of my giant friend right here, kind of squat on his chest and pour a health potion down his in, into his mouth and slap his cheek and say, wake up. Okay. Um, roll a D4 for me. What? So, here is what I'm going for. You <laughs> were right here. You, you have 10 feet of move speed, right? You are stepping into a web. Uh, so... <laughs> we are rolling for Rolla's facing of when he fell. And one is going to be north, and you're going to go clockwise. So you need a 3 or a 4 on a D1 to be able to reach... Nope, okay, he's facing north. Yeah, so you can pour a health potion on his feet. If you think that'll help. Can I toss him a health potion into his mouth? Since he's kind of big and he probably has his mouth open. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that works. Um, let's see here. Big guy. I'd say it's probably a five foot square, so that's just going to be a dexterity check. Just a flat dex check. Nice. Nice, yeah. You, Kobe, just right into his open mouth, and you hear kind of the shatter of glass. Um, and that deals three damage to Rombor, and he dies. No. Um, <laughs> glass in the eye. Yeah. So he's got... You clearly got in his mouth. There's healing potion in his mouth. Um, but there is no change in Rombor. Anything else you want to do? No, that's it. Yeah. I like the effort. Vinzer. Thank you for trying. <laughs> and now it's, it's pretty clear to everyone that uh, there is something inhibiting healing on Rombor. And that brings us to Vinzer's turn, I think. Yeah, Vinzer. That's right, he's diseased. Yeah. So, the rest of us still can't see Dude Bro in the top, right? That is correct. 
this do I want to do? Uh, no, way too far away. I may actually do nothing right now. Okay. Do you want to hold any actions, or do you just want to <laughs> chill? Um, I've never held an action, so what is it? Basically, you can say, I declare that if something happens, you want to do a thing. So if the slot comes into range, I want to fire a Scorching Ray at him. That kind of thing. If it comes in the range, I want to cast Mirror Image. Nice. Okay. That'll work. Um, no, don't go to Facebook. I realize that my loot gen from last time is gone. Did I write it down? I might have written it down. Alright, that brings us to the death slot. Um, and let me see what he can do. Tight. He. Uh oh. Oh. Let me go ahead and remute Vince because he's now blowing up the chat again. Um, Deathslaw is going to say, "They've dispatched everyone else, sire. I'm getting out of here." And he is going to cast. Boop. Plane shift. And if nobody does anything else, he just disappears. Alright, yep, stop. Alright, and the announcer comes over the loudspeaker and he's like, ladies and gentlemen. Your first ever Crucible of Champions, 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 that seems like a lot of champions, these nuts, and the crowd goes wild, and the announcer's like, oh my god, that, I can't believe this new strategist that they brought in, I mean, that fight was on another level from any of the other ones that we've presented to you, um, Please remember to tip your waitresses and join us next time for the next group of contestants. And then everybody starts filing out of the stands, and you see down here in the cave, uh, yeah, it pinged, where you all entered this map, um, the kind of stone door rolls up and you're allowed to go back into the ready room. Um. Can I move over to Robbor and use a healer's kit to try and uh, resuscitate him, or at least stabilize him? Yeah. Okay, let's do that before I go to the cave entrance. That's probably a good call, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, that's a roll, sorry. I was like, nah. um, I can't... Kept waiting on you to roll. I'm like, uh, roll, roll. I believe it's a medicine check. One note. 
Damn it, I didn't write down the treasure hoard. Um, yeah, so Rombor is stable and is no longer dying. Um, however, he is sitting at zero HP and cannot gain HP. And yeah, um, Rombor, let me look at your character sheet just real quick. Mm -hmm. It's going to be all right, big fella. Do a little pat in the face. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I didn't do it in the fight because that felt like it would be a little bit too uh, penalizing. But your maximum HP is decreased by 10. So, yeah. Do it that what you will. Um, Subtracted. All right. So, are you guys heading into the ready room now? Uh, is uh, somebody from the uh, organization, or are we going to have to uh, carry him out to, through the cave entrance? You have not seen anybody approach. Okay, no, uh, I'm going to be like, uh, hey, hey, guys, uh, any any help? So mm -hmm. I try to, like, you know, lift Rambo's giant, <laughs> enlarged ass. <laughs> Am I still large? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to stop this bell so it goes back to carryable size. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Um, wow. Still having ooze coming out of my orifices. Gross. Gross, no, gross. Not. Gross. Um, yeah, so that sounds good. Uh, so you all enter the ready room, which I don't think I had a map for. I did not. Um, and one thing that you do notice, so that fight, I mean, that's it took a little longer than what you guys are, you know, accustomed to with your 12-second dispatch of the Fomorian. Um, but it's still, like... That's the thing about D&D, is, like, we've spent three hours, I think, on that combat, and, like, real time, it's, like, 90 seconds. So, uh, not, not a terribly large amount of time. Um, definitely not the full hour that would have been needed to resurrect Oscar. But one thing that you do notice is that there is no one in the waiting room or in the ready room, uh, the the priest that you all paid to resurrect Oscar is not there. Um, there is there is just a corpse of Oscar, and um, the guy whose name I wrote down in my notebook, Saul, um, is nowhere to be found. So what do y'all do? That bitch. Oh <laughs> god. Uh, can I? Is there, a, is there a door that says administrator above it? You know, or manager? Yeah. So like a little metal saying, "Hey, can I speak to a manager?" Yeah. There's actually so. On the far end of this ready room where you guys are, um, there's the large kind of overarching door. There's a little hallway going down through it uh, that you all entered. And you remember in that little hallway there was a um, kind of door that looks like it could almost be a closet. 
and it just had like administrator scrawled in like charcoal pencil right outside the door. Knock, knock, knock. No answer. Shoving my shoulder into the door. Okay, it does not budge. Clicking um, the door. <laughs> Alright, roll strength at disadvantage because you're still deformed. Okay, mm. 11's not going to be strong enough, so you kick it, um, and nothing really happens. Teppin's been really quiet for him since the situation. Uh, yeah. I think it took a toll on him that this is the second time he almost died in a very short amount of time. Um, but he put, he walks up and just pushes everybody out of the way and tries the door handle. Okay. <laughs> and it is locked. Okay. What side are the hinges on? Jesus Christ. You can see the hinges. So it you actually see right above the door handle that is locked, it has pull written in charcoal pencil. <laughs> is there a visible lock? Yes. Okay, and he's going to go ahead and take out his thieves tools and just start picking the lock. Okay, yeah, go ahead and roll me sleight of hand, I guess. Oops. Told the jet. Fuck that that handle up. (laughs) (laughs) They can't open this up. It says dex. Yeah, we can do sleight of hand. That's fine. 22, yeah, you just kind of throw in your lockpick um feel the tumblers a little bit and then a couple that are bouncy and then all of a sudden the door just and opens right up and you know the hinges that you see are very clearly not well oiled and it goes and he um as he unlocks it it, so if it's a push in he would just click it uh pull the handle push it in and sort of stand out of the way to let his friends walk in uh, quietly. It's a pull. He knows he's not going to be the first one in the room. It a has... pull. So pull and like kind of stand behind the door mm-hmm. and wave them in like after you. What a gentleman. Okay. Do y'all go in? Dominic enters. Okay. Can we see him? Can we see as we're going in or is it dark? Yeah, I mean, the what you see is the map that I have brought y'all to. Okay. Um, so is that actually gold? Right? Yes. And, and dragon egg? Or whatever that is? No, ignore the eggs. Let's, let's, <laughs> okay. let's put my art going. Um, yeah, fuck this shit up. And... Oh, uh, before, as we're, as we're coming in the door, can I cast uh, Thaumaturgy? And... Uh, make my voice boom um essentially just uh you know, you know how how dare you deny the champions their audience actually oh the map is on the token layer that makes a lot of sense as to why things are being weird there we go okay um yeah so you do that and there is no response and what you all see as you enter this room is it is a well-lit kind of administrator office um 
we'll say right here where uh, the eggs are in the battle map that I found on the Googles um, is where Saul's actual like administrator desk is, and then the rest of this is kind of a large treasure hoard. Um, you get the feeling that he didn't really want to be very far from his money that he was collecting, and they kind of use this as a dumping spot for everybody's bets because it's you know the only real place that is locked in this kind of crucible coliseum that they have set up. We'll see. Dominic has out his weapons, and he just starts walking and looking around for somebody to to shove. Yep. Um, and he's looking for this guy, and then if there's nobody in there that he sees. Uh, can I look around the room and just see if there's any kind of threat or anybody in here? Yeah, go ahead and make a perception check. Um, no. Okay. Yeah, it is a room. There's a lot of a lot of fucking money in here. Um, he would see this desk over here uh, that is very clearly Saul's desk, and there's some red liquid sitting on it that you can't really tell what it is. Um, okay. And well, he's going to go over there and stand over it and look at it, um, not really touch anything, but just sort of in inspect the okay. desk and the liquid. So as you're walking in, um, you don't really need to drop yourself on the map. The, the other kind of features of the room that you would notice is that in the center of this big treasure hoard, um, there is just a bare spot on the ground uh, with a large kind of inscription um, of some arcane nature on the floor in the center uh, of the missing coins. And as you round the corner of the desk, you do see a large turtle body, um, cold to the touch, that is not breathing or moving. Is that the guy? Do we know that? Yeah, you would recognize him as Saul. And would uh, Domic's like 200 years old, would he recognize that symbol, that arcane symbol? You could roll Arcana. Anyone can roll Arcana to recognize what's on the floor. I do a, um, or, you know, kind of you know, tap into my background a little bit and see if I can, uh, you know, I guess an investigation. Yeah, yeah no. absolutely. And I'll say Teppin is just going to walk over to a pile of gold and start filling his pockets. He has no interest in the Arcana check or anything else. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, Domic, um, it looks familiar, but you can't quite place it. Uh, Vinzer, you immediately recognize the outline of a teleportation circle in the middle of this treasure floor. Um, so you get the feeling that somebody broke in here, killed Saul, and then kind of amassed some of the treasure in the middle of this teleportation circle and then took it all with him wherever he went. Um, at this point, it's not really traceable where it went to. So you know that they went somewhere, but you don't know where. Ekamon, uh, with a 20 investigation, <clears throat> you kind of gathered everything that uh, Vinzer determined with his arcane experience but then you kind of begin to investigate the desk um and going through saul's records and you see a note uh addressed to d's nuts 
hastily scrawled on some parchment sitting on top of everything on top of the desk. Is it uh, common language? Yes. Hmm. What does it say? All right. So uh, you, we can just say you're reading it aloud to the group, um, and it says, "D's nuts." What a fitting name for such a group of abject failures when it comes to sentient beings. You all should know better than to cross me, and you've cost me everything. But now, I have managed to retake some of what is truly mine. I have made deals, and I have become more powerful than you can even imagine. And what you saw is just a taste of my power. I truly look forward to wiping all of you inhuman bastards off of the face of this earth, and I will follow you until that is completed. And then at the very bottom, it just is signed Erdime Banheim. Win Banheim! <laughs> Alright, I'm going to let y'all fill Brent and Keith in as to who that is. <clears throat> so, Banheim was a side quest that has nothing to do with the story that we ran into. Right, Travis? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and we fought him thinking, like, this is a big bad, because he was pretty tough. He went invisible, and we had no way to know where he was, and he kicked our asses. Uh, and then he disappeared and did I about cover it? yeah Um, it was while you were in what was the name of it? Baldur's Gate yeah I literally rolled on a a D100 random encounters table and it spawned like a three and a half month side quest where you track down this guy he's the leader of or he was the leader of a group um, in Baldur's Gate called the Human Superiority League, um, which is effectively D&D Nazis. Um, they believe that That's humans... Right. Yeah, humans were the chosen race. Um, everyone else is truly inferior and should be cleansed from the earth, yada, yada, yada. Uh, basically, there was one human in the group, um, and they're no longer with the party. I guess Dutanka probably died in the ready room as well. Um, yeah, and so they basically, the party raided his manor, uh, killed literally everybody but him, and he disappeared and flew off, um, and has now reared his ugly face, and you gather he posed as the <coughs> cleric. He's yeah, versed. Ask that question. <laughs> yeah, he's versed enough in necromancy for. Um, he was able to pass off what he was doing to sound like he was casting a, a necromantic spell, calling Ilmater to restore him, uh, basically to throw off any suspicion. And then he set up the fight with the slods. And as soon as you all went in there to fight, he dispatched Saul, came in here, amassed some of the treasure, and rolled out. Um, yeah, so that is who is responsible for everything you've got going on. 
So at the moment, uh, you all have a dead. Did you all bring Oscar and Rombor with you into this room? Mm. Or is you, you have a dead Oscar corpse in the ready room and an unconscious Rombor in here? Did you kind of lay them together so they could hold hands and Will could just not play anymore? <laughs> <laughs> well, was Rombor still knocked out? I thought he was up again. He so Rombor is stabilized, but he cannot gain HP. Oh. So he is sitting okay. at zero. Just drag me. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Dominic and Tevin didn't bring him. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I guess eventually, uh, I drag his large ass back to the ready room. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sorry, Sarah was, Sarah was talking to me. Okay, um, so the only other uh, piece of action is what Banheim did not manage to take. So in the treasure hoard, you see uh, what amasses to, math is hard, 18,500 gold. Um, you have six art objects that are each worth 750 gold apiece. If you all want the descriptions, I can give them to you. Or if you just want to write down art objects, you can do that as well. Let me know what you want. Um, is that in addition to the gold? Was that or was yes. that in addition to the gold? Yeah, the eighteen thousand. Yeah. yeah. So there's there's eighteen thousand five hundred gold in the room. Um, so this is you know y'all are spending probably an hour plus uh, cataloging everything that's in the room. 18,500 gold. Um, there is six art objects worth 750 gold apiece. And if you want the descriptions of those, I can give you. Otherwise, you can just write down art. Um, there is a Staff of Striking. An Oath Bow. A Staff of Fire. And a wand of polymorph. Okay, those all should be standard compendium type things. Let's see here. Staff of Striking. Yep, D&D Beyond. Jesus. Wow, that's a very rare staff. Okay, the Staff of Striking is the tits. Uh, Oathbow. Wow. Okay. Um, there's a big description of the oath bow. Uh, the staff of fire. Staff of fire. All right. Requires attunement by druid, sorcerer, warlock, or wizard. You're resistant to fire damage. Has ten charges. You can use an action to expend one or more charges, and cast. Burning Hands for one charge, Fireball for three charges, or Wall of Fire for four. And it regains 1d6 plus four charges daily at dawn. If you use the last charge, roll a d20. If you roll a natty one, the staff crumbles to ash. So I'll take a look at Vinzer and be like, hey, resistance is fire. It's actually pretty neat. Can I sit next to the fire and feel a nice little tingle when you're sitting in it? Kind of nice. I might like that. Let me have the other one. 
And then the last one is the Wand of Polymorph. Uh, requires attunement by a spellcaster. Wand has seven charges. While holding it, you can use an action to expend one charge and cast Polymorph. DC 15. Um, and for those of you at home, Polymorph transforms a creature that you can see into a new form. Uh, if they're unwilling, they make a wisdom save. Has no effect on a shape changer or a creature with zero hit points. It'll last for an hour or until the target dies. Um, the new form can any can be any beast whose challenge rating is equal to or less than the targets. So basically, you could turn a death slot into a sheep, or you know, something of that nature. So yeah, uh, how do y'all want to divide up the items? Are there going to be any roll-offs? Are there multiple people interested in anything? I will express my interest in the staff of striking for Domic. That's okay. it. I don't care about anything else for him. Okay. Um, for the party... Okay. <laughs> the staff of striking is a plus three staff. Um... If you hit with a melee attack, you can expend up to three of its ten charges for each charge. It takes an extra 1d6 of force damage, and then it's the same kind of regains 1d6 plus four charges at dawn. If you expend the last charge, roll a d20 on a nat natty one, it just becomes a quarter staff. So yeah, does anybody else want the staff of striking, or is that Domix? Is it two-handed? I don't see that on it. Uh, it's uh, just a quarter staff, so you can use it one or two. Okay. That's going once, going twice. I'm, you know, could be convinced that, you know, a larger cut from Dominic's portion would be worth letting it go. He would absolutely do that. He, uh, he, he has shown in the past he doesn't give a crap about the money, but his axe is really shitty. He wants something that's going to do some damage. Uh, you found something that'll do the damage. Okay. Yep, so... Uh, I'll even say with that, he'll he'll leave like whatever you tell him. Like If you want him to give up half of his money or all of his money, he'll do it. He, he just really doesn't care. Yeah, and a plus three? That'd be half your cut. Yeah. Done. He would, yeah, he would just nod. Okay. So he picks up the staff of striking and looks it over and takes his axe and just drops it, <laughs> leaves it there. All right, there's now a basic hand axe on the floor. Does anybody want a basic hand axe? Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> All right, Oathbow. Was that just Steven? Uh, Rolo? Yeah, Rolo is your name. Wants it. I don't think we have any other bow users. It seems like my um, loot generator that I happen to use seems to always give bows. So, congrats to you. Uh, you are like, pussy, sickly hand is kind of like reaching for it. I'm sick of it's always yeah, nasty. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's see here. When you knock an arrow on this bow, it whispers an elvish, swift defeat to my enemies. 
When you use it to make a ranged attack, you can, as a command phrase, say, Swift death to you who have wronged me. The target of the attack becomes your sworn enemy until it dies, or until dawn seven days later. You can only have one sworn enemy at a time. Um, when your sworn enemy dies, you can choose a new one after the next dawn. Let's see here. You have advantage against your sworn enemy when attacking with this yeah. bow. They gain no benefit from cover. You suffer no disadvantage due to long range. If the attack hits, they take an extra 3d6 piercing damage. Um, while your sworn enemy lives, you have disadvantage on attack rolls with all other weapons. Yeah. So, if you want to become Legolas, take it. Otherwise, I mean, it's a very rare, so it's worth cash if you want to sell it. Um, case get to prefer. I'll take it if nobody wants it. Okay. Same kind of same kind of deal as the staff. I mean, it's same kind of situation. It's a half, or it's a, a very rare, so a plus three. It just doesn't actually have the plus three. It just does a shitload of extra damage to your sworn enemy. Or are y'all just going to let him take the, the very rare bow and his cut of the treasure? I personally don't care. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it would just feel kind of sorry for him. Just, you know, Uzi. He's out of <laughs> yeah, he, he do be looking a little bit like a leper. All right, we got a fire staff. I don't want to drag that character sheet. Never mind. Did you did you figure it out? I was just clicking and dragging. I don't know where to drop it. <laughs> I mean, did it do the thing though? It's it should just like drop on automatically. God, this character is so old. Oh my god, I don't even know where your character sheet is because it's so far down. Okay, there we go. Uh, Oath bow. It's not there. How about... Drop it on there. There you go. Of course, yours is now on there too. Let's go ahead and delete one. Boop. Um, it is there on your character sheet now. Cool. Staff of Fire, anyone? Any takers? I think Tepper would just say, nobody wants that. We should sell it. I have, like, mild interest in it, but, like, I can already cast Fireball, so it's not, like, pressing to me. Free spell slots, though. And I'd say if no one wants it, I'll take it because it's free real estate. Going once, going twice. Plus the resistance to fire could be could be clutch in a dragon module. Um, <laughs> yeah, so well, okay. put it that way. <laughs> no, he's good. Okay, Staff of Fire goes to Vinzer. Last is the Wand of Polymorph. Uh, you have to be a spellcaster to use it, but otherwise you can just cast Polymorph on people. 
Anyone? Yeah, I mean, could be uh, fun for some off-color decisions. Yeah. All right. So, do we have any takers other than Ekamon? Going once, going twice. <laughs> More if no one wanted it, I would take it. But if someone wants it, go for it. Okay. Alright, let's make it a game. Teppin will roll for it, too. Oh, yeah, Teppin's a ranger, so he can cast spells, can he? He's got some spells, and he's already got some wands, so it's kind of like he has a little collection going. Yeah, you're right. He's kind of he's getting like a gunslinger kind of vibe. Alright, uh, so yeah, y'all can... We can either do a roll-off, or you guys can outbid each other with your cut of the treasure. Um, I don't remember how many of y'all there are. One, two... Three, four, five, six. So you're looking at about three thousand gold per person. Um, if you want to cut, you know, offer in your cut and try and you know buy it from the other person, you can. If not, you want to effectively flip a coin. You're welcome to do that too. Yeah, I'll roll for it. All right. Uh, it's a curiosity for me, anyways. Epin, Epin. Oh, God. Ekamon and Teppin roll a d20, and we'll see who is the proud new owner of a wand of polymorph. Alright, Teppin got it. Okay. Um, so, maths. Are you all giving Oscar a cut? Dead, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, say, I'll say I don't know for that one, but I will I will insist that Pepin would say Rombor has to keep his cut, whether he makes it or not, because he's been there. He's an OG. They've been together since the beginning. Yeah. So. But okay. he won't stand up for Oscar. He doesn't know him as well. Okay. All right. So we'll divide the treasure by six. Oh god, math. Out of six. That comes out to three thousand and eighty-three gold per person. Um, and the fifteen hundred from Domic back to the pot, or whatever his cut would have been half that. Yeah, yeah, his cut would have been that. So you're looking at another one. Oh god, fifteen forty. To one fifteen forty one gold, um, split between the five of the remaining people. So that's another three hundred for the rest of you. Three eleven math. That's our final number because I missed the first. One. Gotcha. <laughs> um, we'll just go ahead and have everybody get thirty four hundred gold, except for Domic, who gets fifteen hundred that close enough maths that it's not worth me trying to give you actual numbers. So, I am rich. Yeah, 3,400 to everybody, 1,500 to Um, And you do still have a corpse of a friend who we may want to revive, and you have another one who's unconscious. Um, 
other than that, I mean, at this point, after you all have gone through all your treasure, the the Coliseum has emptied, um, and the world is effectively your oyster. Um, are y'all gonna? Y'all gonna? That's healing. <laughs> yeah, the the cataloging of the treasure we could count as a short rest for you. Um, I think by this point, you know, the several short rests, it's been a full day. You're probably approaching evening almost into the night. Did I bring y'all here? Did I just move myself? I brought y'all here. Look at that. All right. So you oh, all. I can do another saving throw. Uh, your saving throw is after a long rest. Um, I guess, uh, you know. I kind of approach the group and say, so uh, I'm not sure what we do about Oscar, but I'm really kind of concerned about Rambor. Uh, not exactly, you know, taking the whole healing potion thing, but, uh, you know, any thoughts kind of kind of phased into this whole funny pit thing, so I'm not going to, like, tell you guys what to do with your buddy, you know? Well, I remember... Teppen remembers that there was a like a magic shop with the potions where he got the wand of web. That was here, right? I've only been around, and there's a. I think the wand of web came from Baldur's Gate and not here. Um, but Waterdeep is a larger city than Baldur's Gate, so. Oh, we came right here, didn't we? Yeah. So if you, I think y'all went to. Um, Started out at the Enchanted Library, went to Lorium School of the Arcane, uh, where Rombor got mind melted and not Rombor, uh, Rolo got mind melted and pissed and shat himself because he insulted the Dean of Enchantment and something else. Um, yeah, you popped in the Yawning Portal and then went to the Fighting Pits. So I don't think you guys have done any shopping here at all. I think the the Academy though where the dean was might be a good place to take him and see if we can find somebody who can diagnose and help him it seems magical right i mean i think we can tell that because nothing's working yeah i don't know that anyone has actually done a medicine check on him to see why he's not healing oh i thought i thought a medicine check was rolled when they that was to stabilize him. Stabilize. Yeah, to, it was like binding wounds, not checking disease. Um, gotcha. Let me see if I even... I don't know if my characters would do that. So while, while Rolo... Wow. <laughs> while Rolo is like checking the body, Ikemon kind of like nudges up against him and one of your horns kind of pops one of his just pus-filled zit-looking <laughs> things and it just drips nasty cottage cheese looking goop that smells like death all over oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay Vinzer with with that you can tell it is not magical in nature um, what is preventing him from healing it seems to be something disease related, disease related uh, based on some of the attacks that he took from one of the slots. I uh, reach out to a passerby and say, is there a house of healing nearby? Yeah. 
Make a charisma check at disadvantage. <laughs> Nine. They just go, ah, fuck! And then, like, pull their cloak up over their mouth and nose and walk faster, kind of cross to the other side of the street that y'all are on. <laughs> Um, Tepin will step in and try to do the same thing. Let, let, maybe let me handle this big guy. Yeah, y'all are y'all are sending the leper to go <laughs> get directions. Uh, yeah, um, I mean Tepin with you know it might take a couple of people. Um, let's go ahead and get a name generator. <laughs> oh, hey, look at that. You can do temple names. Um, cool. So, uh, after, I'd say probably the third or fourth person that you engage, you know, once you get a little bit of separation from Rolo, who <laughs> looks like a leper, he's covered, he's like dripping pus onto what looks like two corpses um, that y'all are all standing around. Uh, once you kind of get a little separation from that and flag somebody down, they're like, yeah. Um, I mean, you can find the uh, the Sanctum of Loss right uh, right here. And it's this big blue building that you see not too far from the fighting pits. That'll probably be the closest uh, house of healing that you'll be able to get to here. Um, they do worship Illmater there, so I, I don't know what has befallen you and your companions, but I think that will probably be the best uh, bet for finding any kind of services that y'all might need. Quick question. Uh, do we get any XP for the tournament? Oh, yeah. Yeah, everybody levels up. Um, so that'll happen after your next long rest, and all of that fun stuff happens. Okay. Milestone based, right? Yeah. Say, let's go to the House of Healing and take a long rest and have me and Robor and Oscar cured. Yeah, okay. Throw some, uh, some money at that. <laughs> Curing and healing and resurrecting and. Yeah, it, it, we're looking a little. Worse for wear after our uh, seven trial tournament. <laughs> All right, yeah. Um, like, I, I think I need to clear clean up before I see uh, Jamna again. Oh yeah, yeah. Y'all sent Jamna off, and she's kind of waiting for y'all at the outrageous grasshopper. Um, oh man, that was <laughs> like, oh, I guess that was only a few minutes ago, technically. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was that was before you went to the school, so it was it was today. Um, but it's been like a full day of y'all just kind of saying like, "Yeah, we'll be right back." And then never. <laughs> it's hilarious that we just walk in after this battle all fucked up and just yo. <laughs> all right, so you all enter the place whose name I've already forgotten because my brain is soup. The Sanctum of Loss. Um, and you can see that effectively the main entryway opens up into this just large 
traditional church, there's an altar up at the front with several pews, um, several rows of pews kind of going back almost like a heavy wooden bench pew type situation. Everybody knows what a fucking church looks like. Um, there's a row going up the middle straight to the altar. And then in all of the little alcoves rounding the uh, perimeter of the room, what you see is there is a clergyman and a pallet um, at each of the alcoves. And from what you gather, this is uh, the place where people go to die and say goodbye to their loved ones. Um, so the clergymen are there to provide any aid that they can, but a lot of the times, you know, people can't really afford magical treatment because that shit's expansive in ye old days. And they're kind of there to help ease the passing however they can. So... What do y'all do? Um, does it look like maybe there's uh, <coughs> a leader or like a you know somebody who looking for somebody who looks like they might be in charge to speak to? Yep. Yeah. Uh, up at the main altar, you see a half elf. I just I like that name, so we're gonna do it. Um, half-elf in long white robes with kind of a, a gold and red tabard going around it. Um, and on that tabard you see the sign of Illmater, which you would know to be uh, crossed hands um, that are bound together. And he says, hello, uh, my children. My name is Liamorn, and I'm the head clergyman here at the Sanctum of Loss. Um, what can we do for you in Ilmater's name? Oh, Jesus, what's wrong with him? <laughs> yeah. So, we were just wondering if you guys offered any services that might be able to help our friend, and actually friends. Um, maybe... He's a little more difficult of a case. So the guy that's knocked out here, um, we can't quite get him to come back to. And do you offer those kinds of services here? Yes, yes, of course. Um, Ilmater is always to provide, happy to provide his services when the price is right. Uh, you know, reagents and effort should be rewarded so that we may further our goal. Um, yeah, yeah, money, right, that's right. fine. Yeah. How, how much? Um, I guess, so, we'll need to take a look at each of your friends. Uh, you're looking at a $20 copay um, on any diagnostic work that you get. Sorry, little healthcare joke for healthcare worker friends. Um, yeah, it'll be, it'll be 20 gold for us to... Um, Diagnose each individual who needs some sort of diagnosis, and then uh, curses going rate ninety gold per curse. Um, diseases looks like those go for about forty. Um, and I assume this is a uh, pay up front. Yeah, kind yeah. of deal. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it. We, you can't can't bill it through your insurance. I don't know. We don't really accept any of your plans here. Um, yeah, I've never seen y'all before. I'm assuming y'all aren't from around here, out of network, you know, all of that. Um, 
looking at your friend over there, uh, and he kind of motions to Oscar, who's very clearly, like, not alive. He's like, you all can speak with him for 90, um, or if you want me to try and bring him back, um, total price is 1250, and that includes all reagents and time. Uh, go ahead and step forward and say, I'll take care of everything up to resurrection and talking to said person and and kind of the same but just turn to the rest of the group and say you know thanks for uh you know not letting me check out when all of a sudden i just appeared in the middle of whatever the hell you guys got going on you guys are pretty cool i think i'll uh just stick around so this one's on me um tepin will hand you 60 and just say this one's for rombor i got him okay um and so he kind of I give you a pus filled embrace saying thank you buddy <laughs> yeah he he kind of yeah. takes three steps back um and is like please that's not necessary let's complete what we're trying to do here and then god I just got this robe directly um okay so and he he kind of nods over at one of the clergymen in the alcove and they come and collect rombor and take him over there um after a short break you determine that he is infected with the did I close out the blue slots character sheet? I sure did. That's what I get for trying to decrease my 300 tabs that I have open. Uh, Rombor is infected with the Chaos Fage. Um, and it, it looks like you know, we can go ahead and cure that for 40 gold. So they go ahead and do that. There's the 60 for Rombor. Taken care of. Um, and they kind of motion at Rolo, seeing that you're, you know, upright. And they're like, I'm assuming you'll be needing some services too. Please do. You know, later. Just give him a blaring pus, pussy eye at him. Okay. Um... <laughs> Well, I, uh, yeah, okay. Well, and he nods to a different clergyman, and they kind of take you over to an area behind the altar um, designated for people who are not in the active process of dying right now. Um, almost like a little triage area that they have for the rare occasional instance where someone can come in and pay. Um, you are identified as having the Curse of the Evil Eye, and that'll be a total of 110 gold to cure that. So believe Ekamon, if you could go ahead and deduct that. Yep. And then um, they look up at Oscar and they're like, so do you, do you want to speak with him and see his wishes? Um, that can be a total of 90, or if you just want us to go ahead and expend one of our diamonds out of our treasury... Um, We'll be able to bring him back for you, but that'll go for twelve fifty. Well, since I might have affected this somehow, I will. I'll take care of the resurrection cost. Okay, so just bring him straight back. Is that is that what he wanted? Did he have a DNR signed? <laughs> I was about to ask, uh, Will, <laughs> did you want to be resurrected by any means? I don't mind. Uh, I mean, he is like the only 
spellcaster, or the uh, healer. Well, and I guess the other question for you is, would he have talked about, you know, that with any other um, people? Like, would your party be aware of his desire to come back or not? No, he wouldn't have talked with anybody. Okay. I don't think he said that to anybody. And if he did, it probably wouldn't have rumbled and rumbled out. Yeah. Ish, still. So. so y'all don't know. So, I mean, y'all no. can... Yeah, y'all can just bring him back and hope that's what he would have wanted, or... Because, I mean, he was a cleric. It's one of those things where it's just like, hey, you die, you die. Maybe. Alright, going once, going twice, we just bring him back. Alright, Rolo, go ahead and deduct 1250 gold. Um, <laughs> they take Oscar like to a back room. This is kind of a more private ritual that takes quite some time, so they're going to shelter this from the general public, um, especially considering there's like a 500 gold diamond involved in casting the spell. Um, you all spend the night at the Sanctum of Loss while all of these different treatments and administrations are occurring and go ahead and get yourself a long rest and a level up. So Rumbor's disease now gives him his full health, correct? Yep, so you get those 10 HP, 10 max HP back. Long rest, nice. everybody goes back to full health. Everybody gets all their spell slots. Everybody gets half of their hit dice back. Um, and then you level up and get all of the accoutrement. Um, that comes with that. So, on that note, um, just looking ahead, unless like something goes batshit crazy, we probably will not have any combat for the rest of you know this session, the next 30 minutes. If you choose to continue, or we could spend the next 30 minutes with y'all leveling up and having fun, and then call it and pick what we do next week, whether that's progress the story or dangle my thread of uh, evil, racist, Nazi villain who keeps coming and fucking y'all shit up. Yeah, I kind of want to find those people. I don't mind spending three months here. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, if that's what you want to do, I'm here for it. Um, <clears throat> and on that note, Oscar is back. Rombor is conscious. Rolo is um, not gross, although you're kind of scarred a little bit. <laughs> mm. um, it is the morning. Uh, you imagine Jamna is probably somewhere looking for y'all. Do you want to continue? I don't know. Honestly, don't even know what level y'all are. I don't know if the um, proficiency bonus goes up after you complete the level up and you guys would want to wait, or how would you like to proceed? You mean as far as playing tonight? Yeah, Into like, or like right now. Like, do you um, want to go ahead and level up your characters or try and wait and do that after the session? Mine's pretty easy, so I'm up for whatever. Cool. Well, yeah, if y'all want to bust it out, if there's not any super hard decisions, then just bust out level 7 on everybody and we'll go. Okay. While we're doing that, I guess, or at some point, I, I do want to get some gear. I'm looking to try to get Domic to drop the shield, so maybe something um, 
armor-wise, if there's a place we can go for some okay. items. Yeah, let's go ahead um, and find Donjon. There's Donjon. You are in a large city, and you're looking for an armor. Um, so you all are right Hmm. Let's text. Let's make it white. I think that's white. Colorblind and whatnot. Nope. Okay. Nope. Stop that. Alright, there we go. Sanctum of Loss has been added to the map because that's what we do here is we ruin cannon for people who actually care. Um, you see, very close, um, to where the fighting pits are set up, there is a little shop, let's draw some blue, right, meow, um, and the name of the shop is Fastrum's Armor and Shields. Sounds perfect. Okay, as you enter, you see a male halfling, um, with a little name badge that says Fastrum Mugwort. Um, <coughs> he says, ah, welcome uh, welcome to the shop here. We've got many fine wares. The, uh, the kind of pop-up fighting pits right across the street um, really have brought in some, some nice business for us. Uh, what in particular are you looking for? So he, through that comment, he's aware that we're the champions? No. Oh, okay. Uh, well, uh, just looking for some armor. Yes, is there anything, I mean, you know, Fastrum's armor and shields, we've got, got lots of options. Is there anything in particular you're looking for? Show me your best. Alright, so he points out at a plus one studded leather. Um, he's got a handful of plus one shields that have some cool descriptions. There's adamantine chainmail and ringmail and splintmail. Um, there is a armor of resistance that is scale mail and gives you resistance to fire. Uh, there's a studded leather that has lightning resistance. There is a leather mariner's armor and a shield of missile attraction. Missile attraction? Yeah, shield of missile attraction. Did you say splint armor? Yes. Um, there's adamantine, chainmail, ringmail, and splint. And then there is fire resistance scale mail. And the shield of missile attraction for the curious people. Uh, while holding the shield, you have resistance to ranged weapon attacks. Resistance to damage, so all damage would be halved. If you big mad Rombor, um, it would be quartered. And the shield is cursed. Attuning to it curses you. Removing the shield fails to end the curse. Whenever a ranged weapon attack is made against a target within 10 feet of you, you become the target instead. 
<laughs> yeah. Any takers? How much is the split now? The splant is uncommon. It's adamantine, which means a thing. Adamantine armor 5e. Um, one of the hardest substances in existence. Uh, while wearing it, any critical hit against you becomes a normal hit. And oh, shit. Yeah, so it's a, it's a crit negating. That's what the adamantine is. And he's got chain, ring, splint. The splint is just a flat 17 AC. Um, but it does give you disadvantage on stealth. And you have to have 15 strength to use it. It is heavy armor. And it costs dollars. Um, let me go find my handy dandy table of how much things cost. I love shopping. Here we go. Uncommon. Let's slash the emerald. You can do it. It'll be 375 gold for the splint. Dominic would take it, I think. Do you also? I'm trying to see if there's something else I can. Do you With my shield right now, my AC is 18, so it drops me to 16, so I would get plus one. Yeah, you would get plus one and you would negate crits. And that's the highest AC armor you have there? Uh, the studded leather. Let me see what exactly that is because there's calculations involved. As far as HP goes, I see people rolling for HP. Are we do rolling or doing an average? Whatever your heart sings, um, and yeah, the, the studded leather says it's a line AC twelve. Yeah, twelve plus Dex mod is what I see. Yeah, but I don't have Dex. Well, then yeah. Just, uh, uh, was that Steven? I mean, are you interested in getting the splint as well? I am, unless he has some half-plate. He does not have half-plate. He's got chain and ring mail. Push the How chain. much the shield? The shield? No, you're fine. The shields, he's got three plus one shields. And they are also uncommon. I'll take the chain mate. Still a mate. Okay, and the chain for you is just a flat 16 AC, strength of 13, disadvantage on stealth checks. Um, let's see here. Wow. Uh, he said, you know, these shields, we kind of kind of just chug them out, get them enchanted at the local school. They're kind of, you know, how they learn how to enchant items, so we, we've got a lot of them. You're looking at about 50 gold for a plus one shield. 
I rolled a <laughs> 27 on a D500, and the minimum cost for an uncommon item is 50. So, 50 gold for plus one shields. Um, you said you wanted chain, Steven? Chain mail. I'll, I'll, let, I'll, let, I'll let the uh, vampire get the uh, the tank. Alright, so it was 317 for the splint, I think, for um, Dominic. Uh, okay. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, he'll take it. The chain for. Uh, the chain will also be 375. Do we have a deal? We have a deal. Okay. Would you like a um, scale mail in return? No. I didn't make it, so I, I don't really want to sell other people's craftsmanships here. Alright, is there anything so, else I can do for you, gentlemen? 370? What did you say? Sorry. 375. 375. Got it. Cool. Okay. That, sh that shield of missile attraction is 50? Oh, no. That's the plus one shields. The shield of missile attraction is rare. And it okay. is more. Um, one second. Because I got like really excited there for a second. Like, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll That's let that go for 2250. Twenty-two fifty coppers? Sure. No, no, twenty-two fifty gold. Um, <laughs> you know, getting a getting a shield like this, the the enchantment that they put on um, to kind of you know snare missiles backfired. Uh, so now it's cursed, but it still is quite potent. Um, Here's fifty for a plus one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We can do fifty for a plus one. <laughs> Dominic, are you feeling are you feeling froggy and getting a plus one shield to bump that AC up even more for fifty gold? Dominic? Yeah. Nah, he's got a shield, but the thing is I have uh dueling. Oh yeah. So fighting style. So I really need to not have a shield. Gotcha. Okay. Anybody else um want to look for any kind of shop or anything with your cash money, or do you want to move on? Uh, I want to see if there's some kind of like spell shop or magic shop. Alright. Um, you do see a... Alright, there is a scribe. Um, I've already not labeled names. Alright. Hmm. Alright, there is a store right over meow. If I could type. Uh, 
Alright, we've got the Dragon's Quill um, over here to the north of the Fighting Pits. I get the feeling that they carry mostly spell scrolls. Um, or are you looking more for wands? Uh, more of like scrolls or spell books. Okay. So. Yep. So the Dragon's Quill will be where you want to go. Um, why are they all fucking halflings? Okay. Yeah. So you enter the Dragon's Quill and you see a male halfling dressed in all black um, with black eyeliner on and kind of a, a swooping black haircut um, and like white face on. So whereas like most halflings that you've seen have kind of a a peachy almost tan complexion like this guy is like pasty white with black hair black eyeliner black lipstick black fingernails and just dressed in all black and he says hi my name's terry what do you want i just wanted to see what kind of uh spell scrolls you had Whatever, and he just points over at the wall and says, let me know if there's anything I need to explain to you. Um, I'm just going to copy and paste the list. There you go. That's what he's got. Uh, scroll of Protection, Elementals, Arcane Eye, Bestow Curse, Confusion, Entangle, Fabricate, Mirror Image, Pass Without a Trace, Planar Binding, Purify Food and Drink, Spare the Dying, Swift Quiver, Teleportation Circle, and Unseen Servant. He's like, if you need any prizes, let me know. While he's uh, making a decision, can I use my uh, backstory and see if I can find some information on, on uh, our Nazi wizard? Sure. What's your backstory? My, my background, anyways. Let me pull you up and see what I'm dealing with here. Character sheet. Bio. Tiefling. Uh, childhood, blah, blah. Smuggler. Okay. Um... Yeah, so you, as a smuggler, would know kind of where to go to get information. Um, and you've got the note that has Banheim's name on it. Uh, so you kind of go down to the docks and start asking around. And we'll go ahead and get a... We could do charisma or persuasion or intimidation, depending on the route that you want to take with trying to get this information. I just do a straight charisma check. Yep. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, yeah, so you kind of, you know, sidle up to a group, uh, kind of off to the side, unloading one of the ships um, down at the docks to the southwest of the fighting pits. And you're like, excuse me, gentlemen, um, might any of you be able to point me to Erdan Benheim? And they just go, ah, tiefling, and, like, ignore you. Uh, 
Anything else? <laughs> uh, I'm assuming it's probably not one of those things where I could just like keep trying until it works. But... <laughs> not with the natty one. Um... <laughs> yeah. Anybody uh, else? Yeah, yeah it's, it's one of those. Uh, you know, hey, 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 guys, I'm one of you. Can you tell me where I'm going? <laughs> Viva! Uh, oh no. Uh, okay. And uh, I just kind of slump away. We've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, Vinzer, did any of those spell scrolls strike your fancy? Uh, I want no prices on Arcane Eye and Teleportation Circle. Okay. Those are both rare. Um, let me go to Discord, because they are rare, but they are consumable, which I think decreases the price. Campaign files. Nope, that's just for potions. So. Hey, Travis. Yeah. Uh, maybe for next week. Um, I just was reading about dueling style, and it says shield does not count as a weapon, and you should get your plus two damage. I've not been using that. Wow, that's awesome. Amen. Uh, so can I get one of those plus one shields also? Yep. Okay. Alright, um, and Terry just kind of looks at you and is like, <sighs> I want to drag. Um, I guess the, the fucking, you said Arcane Eye, that's 4,000 gold is what the owner says, and the fucking, uh, teleportation circle, like, I don't know why you would want that, it's 2,000. I'll buy teleportation circle. Alright, you got it, dude. <laughs> Alright, anybody else wants to buy anything? Shop for anything. Yeah, I was going to say, can Oscar trade in his shield for a plus one? Yep, that will be all three of the plus one shields sold. Anybody else? Bueller? Bueller? As anybody sell magic staves? Staves? Staves. Yeah. Um, are we. So just the, the fire staff? Is that what you're wanting to sell? Or the oath bow? What? Oh, I don't have to sell oh, any. Oh, you, you want to buy some. You want to look for some. Okay. Yeah. Alright, I guess. Uh, is there plus one armor? Does that even exist? Yeah. Um, I don't know what kind of armor you can wear, though. Is it just light? Yeah, it'd be just light. Like, I have a leather armor right now. Alright. Um, there's a plus one. You can find pretty commonly just a plus one um, leather armor at Rada and Joyce's Armory. Uh, Rolu, are you accompanying? Yes. Okay. They've got plus two plate and they've got adamantine half plate and full plate armor as well I also want to waddle, waddle over with them <laughs> see if I can uh, get a little more than 10 AC <laughs> oh god that makes me nauseous okay um <laughs> 
guess we need to look for a solid 12 with this plus one, so, you know. <laughs> we need to look at Venzer, because I think Wizards might have something weird where, like, you can't cast... Uh, maybe it's a shield you can't cast spells with if you have shields. Um... I need to look at the rules for spellcasting. We can do that. Uh, anyway, so we've got plus one half plate, plus one leather, plus one ring mail, plus two full plate, uh, adamantine breastplate, half plate, and full plate, glamoured studded leather, uh, mariner's studded leather, uh, mithril chain shirt, a sentinel shield, two sentinel shields. The uh, plus one leather armor cost. It will be. Five thousand gold. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a forty nine fifty out of five thousand. <laughs> uh. Uh, can I roll the deception to go? Yeah, you really don't think I'm gonna pay that, do you? Um, and what would you say, deception? Uh, or intimidation? Uh, Are you are you trying to persuade them to decrease the prey? I'm trying to persuade them, I guess. So. Okay, yeah, hit me with a persuasion check. He's like, I mean, I guess the we've got a male half orc. Um, sixteen persuasion. He's like, I mean. I guess I could, uh, I guess I could drop that a little bit for you. So, uh, 16, we'll just roll it again. Forty-nine fifty-one. 49.75. No, he's like, okay, I think, um, I think I can probably go down to, I seem to like, and he kind of looks over your shoulder and sees Rollo. Not Rolo, Rombor, um, the other half orc. He's like, well, I see you. You keep good company. Um, I think I can part with this. It's been, you know, hard to get rid of. A lot of people are looking for the heavier stuff. I'd give it to you for seventeen fifty. That's that's a little more my speed. I appreciate. I think I'll we'll do that. All right, plus one leather for you. Antibody else. Sorry, I was leveling up. What kind of place are we in right now? Uh, in an armorer's place. Must be armor. armor. Okay. What armor are you proficient with, Venzer? Uh, you... I was trying to figure. Four <laughs> proficiencies is down. Mia, you are not proficient with armor, so you cannot cast spells if you have armor on. I could talk. <laughs> I have age armor. I can get up to thirteen AC. Nice. <laughs> and then I mean that plus mirror image, and like there's a chance that they won't hit you immediately. What you can do, you can cast a spell, and you can take off your armor, cast a spell, and put it back on before they attack. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 
Um, I looked that up because my artificer gets to don or doff his armor with an action because normally it is, I believe, a minute to take armor off and ten to put it on. So you're looking at a hundred rounds of combat to put it back on and ten rounds of combat to take it off. <laughs> if we just, you know, parry and just stay in defensive mode the yeah. entire Yep. <laughs> As you're trying to do. <laughs> Alright, any yes. other shopping or anything anybody wants to do? Going once. Going. Or I might need some potions. Potions? Yeah, we can do potions. Let's go with... Alicia's Magical Alchemy. Um, you see a pleasant female elf named Hlicia. Hlicia? Hlicia. H-L-I-C-I-A. Fuck you, Don John, for making me pronounce that. Um, <laughs> she has... You got some of them extra strength health potions. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, here's everything that I've got right here. Posting in Donjon. Alright. Uh, just sprinting through oil of slippery, uh, slipperiness, filter of love, potion of animal friendship, potion of climbing, fire breath, fire breath, greater healing, growth, healing, 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 healing. She's got that four pack of the monster energy, natty life. Um, potion of heroism, superior healing, supreme healing, water breathing, water breathing. So it looks like she's got two available for purchase. And she's like, well, so my going rate um, on Supreme Healing, you said Superior or Supreme? Supreme. Sorry. Supreme. Um, my going rate on Supreme is going to be... Dollars three hundred and seventy-five gold apiece. You can get the you can get the superior for a hundred and twenty. You guys want to stock up on some of the stronger healing potions? Yeah, I'll probably clean you out of everything you have. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll definitely take at least one of those. The Supreme or the Superior? Um, the 375 one? Is yeah, that the... that's the Supreme. So I'll take one of those, one of the Superiors. Well, how much is Superior? Is it less? The Superior is 120. Take one of those, and then two regular if you have enough. Or the rest of the folks here at our party. Yeah, if you give me give me a few minutes, I'm sure we can um Oh my god, what are you doing, you fucking cards? I don't care about that. Uh, hide. Oh damn it. Oh I fucked up. Okay. Um Oh, it popped out to a separate window. Let's see here. Apparently the cards that I have only do... 
healing and greater healing. So supreme is a lot more. Um, I guess it's probably well, you'll be able to get it. Yeah. So it, if you get one of those, one of those, and she's got three, she's got a greater healing and then three regular healings. Do you want to know the prices of those as well? Yeah, just run through my game real quick. I'm sorry. Okay. Three. Supreme mm -hmm. is 375. Superior <clears throat> is 120. Um, the greater healing is 12. And the regular healing. is eight. That one. And how many did you have of those? Um, I mean, so I've only got one of everything except for the regular, and I've got three regulars, but um, oh. if, you're, if you're putting in a batch order, um... I'll call some of my friends and we can get you what you need. Okay. I'll take whatever I said except if uh, this is all we could get because I, I want everybody to be able to get whatever they want. I could just take a couple. So. In a city of this size, um, you'll be able to find what you want. So, yeah. Those are going to be your prizes and I'm just going to post those into your that will just be our forever prices of potions. So what's a greater give you? Uh, greater is 44 plus 4. Um, superior, I imagine, is probably 66 or 64 plus 6. And supreme is probably 84 plus 8. But let me double check. Uh, superior is 84 plus 8. Does it double each time? That'd be wild. The supreme healing is okay. Regular two D four plus two. Greater four D four plus four. I don't know why they decide that it needs to go weird after that. 84 plus 8. There you go. Those are the amounts healed by each potion. So you said in a city of the site, we should all be able to buy, find what we need or want. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So if I want to buy two greater ones and that's probably gonna happen yep yeah so that'll be 24 gold and y'all are good or you're good anybody else well if we Definitely. get a, oh, I'm sorry no, no no I was just gonna say uh, if we do like a batch thing I'd do one of the supreme two superiors and then two graders yep and I've Trust you, I'll be honest. So just get the potions you want and deduct them from your gold total. And 639. 
Being an Omega Squish, I just want ten uh, Supremes. <laughs> <laughs> Supreme heals more than my actual health total. <laughs> Unless they're just all nat ones. Wait, no, even that it heals more than my health total. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Yeah, yeah I mean. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're a wizard. You 1d4 falling damage and die. <laughs> Basically. <coughs> um, I just want two graders and, like, three regulars. You got it. I'm going to take the standard order. My phone's about to die, so I'm going to go ahead and call it. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta pee. I drink a big old green tea. So, <laughs> um, yeah, we'll use the use the prices uh, that we've got here. Go ahead and buy any potions that you want. Uh, if you haven't leveled up, go ahead and level up. Get ready for two weeks from now. Um, we've got yeah two two main paths that we can take. It seems like you can either go track down Banheim or. Uh, Go sync up with Jamna and follow the cultists. So, I'll be thinking about. I feel, like killing, I feel like killing some half dragons. So, yeah, yeah. Resmir was the leader of the group that y'all were following. So, black half dragon, ready to go. Um, yeah, <laughs> be thinking about that. Think about if you want to do any more shopping before. Uh, we could either do that on air, or I'm happy to do that in chat. Um, doesn't really matter to me. And we will see y'all in two weeks. Hey, Travis. One yep. thing I do want to do.